take 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 over take 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 this I was is gonna, my aunt's doggy. I was gonna say men. Okay. <laughs> um, tail, head, body, boobs. Whoa. Um, parts, arms. <laughs> um, it's fingers. Very, it's very becoming very um anatomy. <laughs> um, we still going? Yeah. Fingers, toes. <laughs> Front, lace. <laughs> um, uh, wig, okay. huh? Wig. Um, lace by Shay. Okay. Um, protective styles. <laughs> the takeover with Kristen and, and Christine. Christine. <laughs> hey, y'all! It's episode three of the, the takeover, takeover with. Kristen and Christine. Yeah, we thought we could sing, but you know. I know I can't sing. You That's can or can't? Cannot. Okay. I cannot. People tell me I sound like Beyonce though, because I got a deep voice. Okay. Damn. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to put you on then. You know, her birthday was yesterday. Shout outs to Queen B. Oh, I thought you about to talk about me. I was like, my birthday no, no. was yesterday. But yeah, her birthday was yesterday. Yeah, shout outs to her. Queen B. Turned 36. She don't look a day over. I didn't know she was born in September. Something. <laughs> I did not. I, you didn't I know B day. Oh, well, you're not really. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. Not on her I like don't really that. follow her yeah. like that. Like that. I like. I just just consume what she gives. But Copy. My birthday is at, at my wow. My birthday is at the end of the month. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. You know what I want? Now I do what I want. What you want? I want books. Bruh. No, that's serious. You know because y'all should see my face right now. No, because look, listen. She's turning twenty two and she wants books. I want books like. I feel like Can I we just for give a you bookshelf, a... nobody got me a bookshelf. I asked for a dog, nobody got me a dog. <laughs> I asked for, like, simple things. I'll tell y'all what I want. Very simple. I feel like anybody could get me a book. I'm going to just get you the Barnes & Noble card because, you know, some people, it's no, no, hard no, no. cover versus soft no. cover. I don't, I don't mind. Or, what, I'm a, what, I'm a soft or cover. what cover, but what cover is it? Is it the most recent cover? You know, some people like the old cover. I don't cover, editions and all of that. Like, I like art and, and I like the art and I like figure out what edition it was. That's cool and everything. Mm-hmm. But the content is what matters to me, like the written content and 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 how it relates to the art. But anyways, you don't have to give me the Barnes and Nobles card because I'm actually gonna do like an Amazon. Um, Crashy Dad's gonna give us a registry <laughs> for the books, y'all. Of Yo, all the books. How I want, old I is Kristen? All the books I ever wanted. That's it. You know, hashtag Black Girl Lit. Like, <laughs> and the lit is for literature. <laughs> Today I'm. Yo, I'm you speak Spanish? You speaking that Espanol? Okay. Good. Que bola, sere. Que bola, sere. Que bola, la mía. Mi santa. Mi cielo. Mi toro. <laughs> Anyways. But we here, y'all. It's the takeover. We back in full effect. Yeah. I feel like y'all. I haven't seen you in Mad Long. But Mad Long is literally just like a week for us. Yeah, man. Y'all. So usually we do this thing like a couple days before. But we doing it on the Tuesday. And it's mm. finna drop. If yeah. not tomorrow... Then the day after that. Nah, can't drop. So, happy be tomorrow. Happy be. 
Does it have to be tomorrow? <laughs> we gonna figure it out. Basically, it's coming out before the next episode come out. Duh. Okay. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, y'all, we here. We here after work because we're so dedicated to y'all. Usually, we do this on a day when we're not working, so usually mm-hmm. it's a weekend type things. Mm-hmm. But we're like, no, the episode must come out. It must. Yeah. Um, it was a holiday weekend. Labor day. We were like, should we skip an episode? Should we just, you know, flex and you know. Just give the people nope. bare pictures on Instagram, which what you should do is head over to our Instagram. Yeah, because we got bare the pictures on there. Takeover CC. You need to head over there and go like it up, like it up. Shout out to all the people who's liking mm-hmm. it up. We got pictures all over Instagram. We will be posting on Twitter and all of the photos from um, our, our last Takeover Tuesday, which yeah. was at Amarachi Bar and Grill Restaurant. There we yeah. go. <laughs> All of those photos will be up. Like, it is about 400 You may see yourself. Yeah, you may see yourself. You may see yourself. But you gonna see us. You finna see us. You bout to see us. The pictures are really cute. They remind me of, uh, what you call it? They remind me of video. Like, the aesthetic. It's the, it's the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so shout out to Gabrielle Taylor and Nairobi Jenatin, yes. if I'm saying it properly. Um, Nairobi and Gabby were on photo and video for us. Um, both took photos, and so we put up a compilation of their pictures. If you want to follow them in their amazing work, you can follow them at, at Memories by G and at Robotussin underscore photography. Um, they're pretty lit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so y'all, the takeover. Speaking to my, like at yeah at <laughs> but yeah. So the takeover has to take over a place every week, duh. And last week or whatever, we, we went, to went to Color Lounge. Color Lounge now. It was in Connecticut. So usually we be in this New York City place, but we want to give love to the tri-state area, you know. And we be out here. So Thursday yeah. evening after work. Afterwards, always afterwards. After work, we, we linked up. Oh yes, with um, DJ, DJ Uchild and DJ, DJ Relly Rel. And head up to Danbury, Connecticut. I ain't mm-hmm. never been to a place named Danbury. You know, I used to stop at it a lot when I was taking Peter Pan. Like, always up to... Sometimes, if I'm taking a Peter Pan to Amherst, it would stop a lot on the way coming to New York. Interesting. Or when I was going to Loomis and... <laughs> Maybe I was sleeping during them things because me no, remember no, no, no Danbury. Uh, coming back from Amherst? Yeah, me no remember mm. no Danbury. Depends <laughs> <laughs> on the day, too, I guess. Probably. But, yeah. But, yeah, so we hit up Color Lounge. You know, we didn't know... All we knew is that there was an event going down, and I don't know if y'all know, but we on the come up, y'all. Like, we really trying to do this thing. Everything so, we it. went from booking DJ Rally Rally to having the amazing opportunity to be his um, assistant. Um, and so, you know, we was on the job, you know, assisting our DJ. Peeping the space, mm-hmm. the venue, making sure people were acting right. Mm-hmm. Making sure that he had his space and all materials that he needed for the night, whether it was the big heads, the lights, you know, all type of things, flyers. making sure he was connecting, yeah, flyers, all of that. Um, so we didn't know that it was a college Thursday. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was at a, it, so Color Lounge, it, as it sounds, is a lounge. Uh, and it has a bar. It's a, yeah, it's and, off, so it became an off campus event for right. these children. And so it was very young. <laughs> the night was young. The kids, kids were young. young. Everything was very young. Yeah, and what she means the night was anyways, we'll get there to what the what it means by the night was young. <laughs> um but I think the thing that I wanted to say was it just reminded us of college. Like we realized like we are not living that life 
anymore. I feel like every time I've been through a school or just any academic experience, I've literally come away like I my life has been it's my life purpose has been fulfilled at this place. Like or not my life's purpose. My purpose at this place has been fulfilled. Let me I didn't clarify. know it was gonna be that quick. Quick, though. yeah. Like now, nah, but I was ready to leave, so I, I assumed that. No, 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 no. That's all facts. Like I was ready to leave. Like, and I feel like I always feel like I'm ready to leave. I do miss at the academic experience. I love school. Okay, I'm a nerd. I want She's books a nerd. for my birthday. But at the same hashtag time, books for your birthday. Books hashtag books for my birthday. But I just didn't feel like. I feel like I'm out of it. I, I, I spent my time. I mm. did what I had to do, and I got up on out of there, and I don't, I don't feel like I need to go back. Actually, when I went back to my high school, mm-hmm. and it was a campus, mm-hmm. but it was it was also, like, very, you know, I, w- I was a, what, 14 to 17-year-old during the time there, and I was like, I went back there, and I was like, mm-mm, nope, I feel Not claustrophobic, I gotta go, I got to go. So when I go back to my five-year reunion, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay in a hotel and not my campus. I'm crying. Yeah. And I feel the same way about, I don't know about Amherst, like feeling claustrophobic, but I felt like my time was up. Same as I felt my time was up at Loomis. Time yeah. for go. Time for go. Move on. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so we was in the color lounge. These kids was hella young, baby face mm. all over the place. Um, <laughs> they were small. Security not even secure in the place. Okay. The they security was that da- yeah. Security was dancing up on the little kids. Oh no. Like oh, you can't incriminate people like that. No, but I don't know <laughs> if he probably was the same age as them because he, he looked, looked older like older though. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> he was not doing his job. That's the Basically that's the I was like, I took a snap of him because I'm ratchet. Oh, I and I took that. the snap and it said, quote, I secured the place and I saved it. So if you want it, I could swing it to you. You could have a whole my, my, my. Um but yes, the takeover. How did the takeover take over that place? I was there. I walked in with my my business attire. You right. also walked in with your business, business attire. attire. We stood where we had to stand. Do we, we talked to, to who do. we had to. We was about our business, and so it was Liddy. Yeah, I felt like that's we how to you the place. We went in there. And you people lost IDs. We got oh, it back to the people. People lost, IDs, people birth, lost control. birth control. Yo. Jeez. It was quite interesting. At least people was trying to protect themselves. I feel like I've Shout never been on that. the opposite end of that. Like, <laughs> I've, I mean, I've done security for Amherst parties, but I've never been on the opposite end. Like, oh, like I'm really you, on the walkthrough. Yeah, like this like, is what you dropped and this is what you left, and I, I, I never yeah, did. I never been no, on that bro. side. Mm. But yeah, man, you know, we're gonna wrap this one up real quick. But basically, it's like that's not the life we want to live. That life. But not that life. In the sense that if color had was a twenty one plus crowd, we probably would have been in there like swimwear. And I think that some this summer really like yeah, changed it for the that. takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, solidify. I like yeah, that one. Solidify. <laughs> I'm a all of twenty two years old and I'm grown. Now if my mother was listening to this, she'd be like, Hey, how are y'all talk about y'all? You're her child. Yeah. But yes, y'all, takeover was there, full effects. We're gonna be out to a couple more places mm. down the line. We may Isn't be doing there? we may be doing a, a takeover in another state. Don't quando. But yes, December. Let me pull it on my Spanish. December. I told you December. December. But we'll let y'all know. We'll oh, let yeah, y'all that's know. Gonna be lit. That is gonna be lit. Yes. <laughs> we finna be somewhere, okay, y'all. Um, mm. But yes. yes. Oh my gosh! So while while we was there, mm-hmm. um, what you remember? Christine and Relly was talking about black light. Right. Oh yeah. We and was. you know, I just, 
I think it's destiny, but also it could be just me just being stupid. But how was we talking about the black light again? I don't know. Yo, I was talking about entrance. Oh, like you know when you go right. into parties, like do is somebody putting that dirty mark on your fingers yeah, or like on, your, on your on your hand, hand. or is somebody putting um like a, a wristband? A wristband. Or is somebody putting like them stamps that you got Chuck E. Cheese? And then it disappears, <laughs> but then you use the black light the black to light. reveal it. Yeah. I it's, feel like is that okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm about to say something about like, is that healthy for your skin either? <laughs> Listen. But whatever. The point uh, is yeah. that I was like, ooh, black light. Yeah, you can it's kinda like the spotlight or the highlight. Mm-hmm. But for black people. But for black people. So what we finna do right now? We finna give the black light. We finna shine the black shine light on the people. Black light on. We're going to start out with Philando Castile. Now, if y'all don't remember who Philando Castile was, Philando Castile um, was murdered last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already been a whole year, Can which really time think? flies, yo. Like, dead serious. Like, time really does fly. Um, he was sitting in his car with, I believe it was his daughter and his, and his girlfriend and an officer. Diamond Reynolds. I believe her name is. And an officer came up to the car. His girlfriend immediately went on Facebook Live to tape what was to tape the altercation. And as he was asked to show his identification, he said, "I'm going to go get the identification, registration, all of that." Police, um, the police shot at him and killed him right there in front on of his on camera, gr- on camera in front of his girlfriend, in front of his daughter. Mm. Uh, Let's not talk about the PTSD for real. Listen, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. As Kristen would say. Yeah. Um, but yes, it has been a year. You know, those wo- those wounds don't heal that quickly whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But there are ways in which we can help um, our community after such events like this. And so right. we want to show the um, show the black light on. So there's his um, basically like people in his honor have decided to create a um a fund it's the philando castile fund and it's basically aiming to wipe out school lunch debt so when he was alive he used to often um pay for the lunch of students who weren't able to do so which is amazing and, yo because um, you be mad hungry like mm, you really not about imagine, that school lunch bro imagine you go to school you can't even eat, eat. you know it's a function and you there from what like eight to three o'clock not even eight. sometimes you begin there a while early because you got to mm. come for a morning class and you got to stay there after school while late. if it was me imagine my your mama can only drop you at a certain time after school yeah that's what i'm saying you know class. like your parents yeah. really that did not that was babysitting od right sometimes and you know, at the babysitter, this babysitter is for free from the government, so you got to eat that government cheese. And services are not offered. And, you know? and for some people, food and food is not offered. And so he he put it, he made his duty to give these students what was going to be little, literally just a resource for success, food, mm-hmm. fuel. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he did that at J.J. Hill Montessori School in St. Paul, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And now they're just keeping that legacy alive by making sure that other students, um, their debts are covered in a, so they can eat lunch at school. I think that's absolutely amazing. Like, considering, I remember, yo, when I used to be in middle school, son, I dad used to, like, take money from other people to try to eat. So, <laughs> shout outs to this fund because <laughs> it's really just trying to feed people. That's uh, lit. That's a fact. That's lit. Yeah. We got another black light, and I got it right here for y'all. You know, we sometimes... We What's her name? Her Say her name. name is Miss... I hope it's Kesha. Kesha Lee. You know what? Because she's black, I feel like it's Keisha. Kesha, Keisha, girl, your name is KK to me. Kaylee, <laughs> shout outs to you. Um, on Essence, they... 
did a whole write up on you, and it was called the Bad and Bougie Black Female mm. Music Engineer Behind Your Favorite Rap Hits. And it says that this girl is gonna be a name everyone will soon know enough. And she's based in Atlanta, ATL, where you at, huh? The audio engineer, <laughs> she worked with Migos, Pharrell, Young Thug, Future, various big names in hip hop. She's mm. popping. She actually spoke to the Fader recently about working behind the scenes, um, mixing hits for some of the music's hottest rappers. Like she's popping. Right. And so my bad and bougie. Kicking the window <laughs> Uzi. Yeah, I'll be bumping to that. She's the one that basically Engineered. made that mix and master okay. that for your head top. Okay, y'all. Um, she's so watch wa- how you speak on my name. <laughs> yeah, watch how you speak my money. Um, she said, I think it's important to understand what the artist wants just because you don't understand it and it might not be art to you. It's art, period. Mm-hmm. If you can really understand what it is the artist is trying to do with their music, your job as the engineer is to take it to the places they're trying to take it to. Mm-hmm. It can turn out to be amazing if you stay open-minded. Shout out to you, because us black women, we always got to be staying um you always got to be staying open-minded. But you see how she has to wrap it up. She got to lay the foundation, foundation. You understand? Mm. And so some of the recent works that she um, was has been on is Lil Uzi Vert's debut album, which is Love Lil Rage 2. Rage, is it 2? Was it 2? Love it is Rage 2. Debut, though. But anyway, so yeah, that and Young Thug's Easy Breezy, Beautiful Thugger Girls. <laughs> I'm Easy Breezy, breezy Beautiful, beautiful. Thugger Girls. Thugger. <laughs> I'm crying. But yes. Those are two black lights for the day. If y'all like the black light, let us know in the comments. I don't see that many people commenting on our SoundCloud. I'm mad enough for y'all listen to us on SoundCloud. Y'all mm-hmm. can also listen to us on iTunes. And now they can listen to us on Google Play. Yeah, I was really, I was really struggling. They can listen to us on Google Play Music. So shout out to all y'all Android lovers. Y'all could get us too. Yeah, um, you be you be straight f- flaming Android people too. Didn't you write something on on Twitter the other day? Oh, I really did. SoundCloud? Let me find that for y'all. No, I said SoundCloud. Or no, on, on Twitter. It was on Twitter. I think it was something about Android. That's classist. Listen, no, I don't think so. You don't think so? Why not? Because Androids are damn expensive too. They expensive, but are they as expensive as? And they, I feel like they have more of a range, so they have more of a price range. Communicating with the Android person feels archaic af. Why is it archaic? Because there's a thing. I like to... This is oh, going no. into another. Mm. This is going into another segment. But I like to keep tabs on people, okay? Shout-outs to, <laughs> to, to Apple for allowing me to do that from head to toe, you know? I can see when the person dot, 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 that means that they're responding. Okay. I can see the read receipts and stuff like that. So you just want to be nosy? <laughs> no, Mawan no Wagwan. That's what Mawan. Mawan no Wagwan. So it's archaic that you cannot figure out the, the, the movements. The, the movements, okay. yes. All right. Well, if you say so. But yeah, I just think if you like the, if you like the, the, the black light, let us know. Let us know. We might put y'all on black light. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> well, if you got somebody that you think should be a black light, let us know. Hit oh, us in yes. the DMs on Instagram and give us a reason to shout you out or shout that person out. Okay. Yes, y'all. We didn't post for New Music Mondays. Just we didn't. Yo, dead serious, man. We slacking. Listen. It's kind of hard for me to even come up with, like, I mean, not come up because I'm not creating them, but to think of songs because I just... Like what's the timeline for the new music? Also? But also, it's just hard for me to like 
pin down something that I actually like. And that's the hardest part for New Music Monday. I'm not putting up trash for New Music Monday. No trash, no basura, no garbage. Um, But that also tells me, yo, the takeover, we really are a small team of (laughs) a small number. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That being said. Oh, my God. Social media intern, where you at? No, for real. Like, we have seasonal interns. We have um, interns for our events. But we need a social media, social media intern. Where you at? It's different. It's just different. So let us know. Uh, we, got, we got the opportunity. Right. It's, it's hot and ready for you. Off the right. press. Hot. Anyways. Um, What's the new music Monday? What's the new music Monday? Chance the Rapper. Um, I have featuring whom? I don't know. Mick Jenkins. It's Mick Jenkins. And Alex Wiley. I think I'm saying that name right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he posted on SoundCloud, so maybe we're not going to get cut. This mm. this episode's not going to get snatched. Mm. But like, Listen, we, we like it was play. snatched when we, we was played. on Facebook Live. Who did we play? Beyonce. Beyonce snatched stuff, and Diana obviously. Ross. Diana Ross really just came for our lives. But yeah, Grown Ass Kid by Chance the Rapper featuring Mick Jenkins and Alex Wiley. Ah. I mean, either way, you stuck with me, y'all. She I'm coming at these rap niggas yeah. first and foremost. That's a look at me, y'all. Better know it's just a mustard seed dog that I ever really need. Niggas just trying to see Jesus. Sipping water like it come with different cheeses. All they opinions facetious is feces. I got a thesis or slick dissertation. Our entire species is young and impatient and passive. All at the same damn time. Why? Try to kill him with the kindness. Anyway. Hit him with the visine. Try to kill the blindness. Um, yeah, I'm not going to hit y'all with the whole entire song. So, But yeah, y'all, check that out. We're going to repost we it. We're going to retweet that. Yeah. We're going to retweet it from our... From our you want to do it now? Because we said media. that last time. Hell we was kind of yeah, slack right, right now. Minutes. But yeah, y'all, follow us on... This is another plug for follow us on the social media. Our Twitter's about to be lit at the Takeover CC. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm going to send that to Did you. Did you hear that song? Okay, cool. Who are you speaking to, Christine? I'm speaking <laughs> to no, Ricky. Like, Shout out like to Ricky. Like <laughs> He's an engineer in the building. <laughs> okay. um, All right, let me... I'm going I'm to send that to you so you can tweet cool, it. Cool, cool. Thanks. Yes. And 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 what's next? Up next is Black Girl <laughs> Lit. Is it? Mm-hmm. It is. And the lit is for literatura. Lichacha. <laughs> <laughs> she really and on her Spanish trip today, yo. You I'm miss telling Cuba y'all. Cuba's about Cuba. to get hit by a friggin' hurricane, oh my yo. Gosh, we talk Irma about is coming for Danas. That's a problem. Just thinking about how much they time really they've nothing. actually like flooded. They, they flood every year, every year because of like the Malecon, which is like the, like the like street barrier. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. It's like the coastal. It's the coastal. Yes. It's the coastal wall. Coastal wall. There you go. And yeah, it, the, the water just like rises every sing, single like summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's scary just to even think. But yeah, back to Black Girl Lit. I am. Reading my passage today from, I feel like I'm at church. <laughs> the scripture is taken uh, from. The scripture is taken from. Crying. But yeah, Sonia Sanchez, okay? Y'all know who she is. Her um, compilation of poems and essays 
from Shake Loose My Skin, which was published in 1999. If you go on SoniaSanchez.net, you can see how prolific this woman is. Like, she has tons of work. Um, she's a poet. She's a mother. She's a professor. She's a national and international lecturer on black culture and literature, women's liberation, peace, and racial justice. She is a sponsor of Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. She is the board director. No, she's a board member of Madre. Sonia Sanchez is the author of over 16 books, including Homecoming, We Are Bad People, Love Poems, I've Been a Woman, Homegirls and Hand Grenades, and Shake Loose My Skin. And most importantly, she was a professor at our alma mater, Amherst College. Oh my gosh, you know the craziest thing? So, you know me in full circles, right? Mm -hmm. So that the guy just, when he was rapping, he's a thesis, slick dissertation, right? Mm -hmm. So the last day... The, the day that I defended my thesis, mm-hmm. I met Sonia Sanchez. Wow. And she wrote in my book. So she, they were Full showing circles. her documentary at, what is it, Am- Amherst Cinema? Yes. And she was there, and she was doing question and answers, and she was signing people's book. And she put, to Sister Kristen. Sister Kristen. Sister. <laughs> Dang, she was really talking to me. in church, y'all. She said, walk beautifully, my dear sister. In love, I think it says poetry. I can't read the rest of it. But yeah, it was signed January, February, March, April 18th, 2017. But yeah, so this, today I'm going to read, I think, I don't know if I'm going to get to the second poem. It's kind of long, but I really like it, so I might read an excerpt from it. But poem number eight, it says, I've been a woman with my legs stretched by the wind, rushing the day, thinking I heard your voice while it was only the night moving over, making room for the dawn. And I think this poem is dope because it's like, it literally, you know, there's like, it's, it's one, one little stanza, mm-hmm. but it literally feels like it's moving. It's like moving across the page. Mm. And I feel like it's so symbolic of like, it just, to me, seems like shape shifting. It's shape shifting with the meaning of the poem. Mm. Like this woman is, she's waiting. This Her legs stretched OD to the deep, wind. y'all. She's mad deep and it's nine <laughs> o'clock at night, yo. <laughs> <laughs> You better go ahead, girl. She's mad deep. <laughs> Listen, can I get my snaps, y'all? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm dead. But yeah, it just seems like, it just feels like she's shape-shifting with the poem. Like, all the, like, rushing, thinking, moving, making, like, all of that's happening at the same time. And then it's like this, it's like each line is indented some more and some more and some more until she gets to the end. And I just think it's bomb. She's making room for someone that is not coming. But at the same time, it's like you made room for another day. And you made room for that indent. Mm, and you made room for that indent. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. There's another one, but it's like really, really bomb. I don't know if I'm... Uh, let me see if I can read it. Mm, it's called present. A- no, it's definitely an excerpt. I'm, excerpt. I'm trying to figure out which she part. She turns to that page, I'm like, y'all. <laughs> you know my, my um, annotations are crazy, right? But it's just the way she wrote this. I'm going to read the first part. This woman vomiting her hunger over the world, this melancholy woman forgotten before memory came, this yellow movement bursting forth like Coltrane's melodies all mouth, buttocks moving like palm trees, this honey-coated Alabamian woman, reigning rhythm of blue-black smiles, this yellow woman carrying beneath her breasts pleasures without tongues, this woman whose body weaves desert patterns, Mm. this woman wet with wandering, reviving the beauty of forests and winds, is telling you secrets. Gather up your odors and listen as she sings the mold from memory. Listen. Listen, uh, that that repeated um, consonant sounds. mm. Please someone tell me what that is, but 
the woman weaves. Like, yeah, that comes. Do you know what that sounds? She's like, she was weaving what? Re- read that line. Desert again? patterns. Okay, weaving desert patterns. Okay, one. That's the imagery wait, wait, is crazy, wait, 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 right? Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna break that one down for y'all because that just came to me. So okay. weaving desert patterns. Mm. So making the path. Yes. Weaving desert patterns for mm. people to follow. Okay. You are going out first. In the desert, the desert is dry. Mm. And yet you're willing to take the courage to take that step for everyone Listen. else. Women weaving, weaving baskets, using our hands. Another way that we weave is that we weave in hair. Mm, like we, we, those patterns okay. in your hair. Multifaceted. Thing that everybody else wants to cop that culture. Ooh, we weave it. The woman weave. that we- culture. Mm. Can you copyright that? <laughs> Hashtag cop, cop that culture trademark yeah. copyright um also that's a problem weaving though. stories that's not a good thing. weaving the generations and the stories of our people and being mm. able to be the storytellers the right. culture carriers see i you talking about me being deep is that what time it's 907 not a rapper we gotta get we gotta get the, the, the steps but, you know but yeah saying? i just thought the imagery the honey-coated alabama alabamian woman mm. The one, this woman who my body phone, weaves desert patterns. Mama Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> she makes baby girl with that. that. I'm making a text Bama. <laughs> yeah, man. And then all the all the references to nature, the forest and the winds and the desert and and just like the mold, the 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 mold from memory and I don't know. I, it's to me, it also starts off violently because like when I first, I'm like this woman vomiting. I'm like, what? what yeah, when you said vomiting? it, I, my I was face like, was like. Ugh. Right, right, but it starts off violently or with this violent like action, but it like it's a it ends in this beautiful image of a black woman who is just like miracle. She's but like isn't miraculous. That like the cy- I think I feel like that's a cycle for black women too. It's like, right, like you you come from ugly things. Yeah, whether it be somebody told you that they were ugly mm-hmm. or like they just feel ugly. Like you know when something like damn feels ugly. Like when something- I want to tell I'm gonna tell you how that comes full circle, but right. I can't tell you right now because it's private got you but you come from ugly things and yet you're beautiful like the rose that comes from the concrete type stuff because concrete is disgusting like Mm. concrete is nasty like concrete especially the concrete in new york city y'all i'm reacquainting myself with the city and it's i'll be stepping places and i'm like please don't let me step on this that and the third that's on the concrete and yet the rose grows from it and so that's the same thing like a like a black woman like Mm -hmm. you come from ugly things like and to be able to acknowledge the the ugliness in your beauty right. which makes you unique right. you know yeah and to know that it, regardless of that you're literally like you're doing as christine you like nicely just like dissected you're weaving mm-hmm. through whatever through all the challenges through all the obstacles, for everybody else all, exactly the black woman for somebody else's benefit labor. anyways yeah. The path is not just for you. The path is for everybody that comes behind you. It's more important for the people that are behind you because there's nobody in front of you. Mm. The doing of somebody's hair. But there, the is, there, there the are hair. people in front of us, but it's just like sometimes it is so few and far in between. But or even, it's like people have to risk their, in my perspective, like I feel like people have mm-hmm. to risk their their own like self selfishness. Because like sometimes it's okay to be selfish. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to risk that because you... You know that there's somebody behind you that needs taken care of. Yeah. You know there's somebody behind you that that is falling short, and you got to pick them up and you got to pull them along. I'm even thinking about the desert path though, in a way where there's nobody in front of you, and the fact that like those ways was trodden, but you can't take that same path, or like the wind came and whatever was in front of you, mm-hmm. it like, like completely is, washed it away. washed away. So and like so all you, you may, have to go off is the intuition. Yeah, you may see, see a little but you're going trace off of your it. own intuition, right, your own exactly. thing. Like you're treading your new path. Like, and the yes, way they're killing black people out here is like what the examples that we have. Right. Right. 
Right. What, you, what, what happened, Christine? I'm hearing some bass. You know? Oh, I know they get. I was wondering if they, they're gonna hear it, but it sounds good. I like the I like the background noise. But anyways, we got you with some heavy hitters for the first three episodes: Angela Davis, Zora Neale Hurston, and Sonia Sanchez. Bad ass black women. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, yes, I got y'all next week with something crazy too. So. Yes, y'all. But um. Oh my god. <laughs> listen, I'm yeah yeah y'all. I like this little. I like that segment. Guess what, y'all? We're going to take it a little bit more homey with it all. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take y'all into the I got it from my mama. Some more badass black women. Listen, y'all. I need to know what percentage of y'all on this podcast that's listening are women versus men. Because you're going to be hearing a, about a whole bunch of women on this podcast. And you're going to continue hearing about women on this podcast. So I want to know. Comment somewhere. Let us know if you're a guy or, or a girl that's tuning in. I think that, that I would love to know the demographics. Like, that's... Mm, yeah, that's. I feel like that's all. That could also be very like personal. How how exactly are they tuning in to say it? Are they texting you, Christine? Give it on me now. You could DM me. You could do whatever you need to do. Slide in her DMs, me. y'all. Go no, no, take over DMs. I could take over CC. Thank I'm you. crying. Are you sure? Sorry. <laughs> you sure? Okay. Mucho. Okay. Don't slide her okay, DMs, bueno. y'all. Um, okay, but bueno. up next is I got it from my mama. Yep. And I'm going to talk to y'all about another mother I got in my life. She actually just called me before we started recording because I've been egging the calls low-key, mm-hmm. high-key for the past two days. My mother literally slays me for that all the time. Yo, if this woman was any closer, she probably would have slayed me. She probably will slay me because I told her I'll see her on Sunday to come eat up her food. So you lied. So I'll, I will come on Sunday <laughs> to okay. eat up her food. Um, but her name is Miss Inez Myrie, also known as Auntie Inez, also Auntie known as Inez. Crazy Auntie, also known as the woman... That she may not have given birth to me, but she gave me this. She gave me my crazy side, y'all. She gave me my discernment. She gave me my street mm. sense. And it's, it's once again, you come from ugly things. I'm not saying that Auntie, Auntie Agnes is a beautiful person. But, oh, yes. No, wow. no, no. People comment. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> but, um. Sorry. I was just going to inform you all. You. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, if y'all was behind the scenes with the takeover, y'all would think we're reckless. We got we got some behind the scenes footage coming coming soon. soon. Um, but yes, back to my auntie Inez. Yeah, so auntie Inez told me one day she's like, "You have too much book sense. Like, you don't know nothing about the streets. Like, I'm finna teach you." And like, she was like, "If somebody hits you, make sh- uh, make sure you hit them back." Oh, like, oh, she God. told me. She's she's the one that brought me to Jamaica. My mom didn't take me to Jamaica. She used to take me to Jamaica, and I wasn't in no hoity toity like Kingston. You know, I know all the Kingston people <laughs> gonna come for me. The Kingstonians gonna come for me right now and wanna slay me. But I'm a bush gal till I die. Shout outs to Ocho Rios, Saint Anne, Brownstown. Oh Shout out to um to King to Clarendon, Bailiston. Shout out to Montego Bay. Um, and I'm not she talking about the, what is it, all the, these parishes the, and yeah, towns parish and, and counties province and all type of thing. Um, not the tourist part. I be in. I was in there like She's somewhere. In the like she taught me a saying. lot. Um, she taught me how to go into a store and know quality and quantity mm. at the same damn time. Like she you taught be, me you some be, things. You be knocking the watermelon to make Yo, sure it got the right. What? You know, everything is proper. What? Or clothes? Mm. Clothes? What? You can't go in there without a coupon. Don't play yourself. But you know you're going. <laughs> you're going to get that Alfani shirt, but you're not going to pay Alfani price. All right. Oh. Um, that's what I got from Auntie Inez. And utmost, she taught me like respecting of myself. Um, her husband. 
kisses the the, the floor that she walks on. Yes. And I don't mean he have to do it like OD overbearing, but they know. And I'm not talking about no no type of oh no they place like you act the woman you act the man, but I'm saying like they just work hand in hand and he knows when he's to fall back to her. And so a lot of people have been like a lot of the thing is oh Christine you're home you're 22 you're low key grown where's the men at and it's like my aunt told me like nah man you need to respect yourself she had one child with this man they've they've been together since thy kingdom come no stepping out on each other and oh for a second I was like what is going on but you talking about her relationship yeah, with her yeah yeah okay. yeah and. Yeah, I just I'm so indebted to her as well. Auntie Ina's you you got it. You have been at every graduation, you will continue to be at all of them. But most what I got from her is nobody protect me for no fool. Hmm. Pretty girl, no don't ten. <laughs> like that's it. Um so yeah, shout outs to Auntie Ina's. What you got from your mama or do you get it? Did you get it from a mom? Your mom? I think or? I did get it from my mama. And what did you get? Because this, this one, she about to, she gonna have to break this down for y'all because there's levels, literally yeah. levels, generations to this things. Go on. Honestly, I, I was made privy to this by my dear friend Nana, um, and and this conversation Nana, I also Nana, had with Nana, um, my friend Nana. Diamond from high school, as well as Darius, my brother from high school as well. Um, and basically, it's just like thinking about how much I have given my given myself to others how much I have in the same in the same sense that you were talking about the weaving I love how things always come from full circle but we were talking about the weaving and like making making sure that there's that path that is laid for the people behind us or the people that are coming up the, the following generations and I just feel like I always knew what it what happened like how I felt and how like how distraught oftentimes I was specifically at high school and I cannot with you. What are you watching? Yo. Oh, I peeped that. I'm crying, yo. Yeah. But I, I, I knew how I knew how it felt to just feel like I'm in a place that I don't have support. I have, or maybe I'm looking to only one person for support. Shout out to Amanda Ota. Shout out to Jalicia Smith, who were my mothers at Loomis. And also shout outs to what they taught me and what my mother taught me to make sure that I would do the same for the people that came behind me. So it's each one teach one you know it's like mm. i i learned and and i want to i wanted to be the best example i could to my younger sisters at loomis and so i feel like i did do the job of mothering them i did do the job of making sure that they were okay in a place that literally was telling them that they were not worth it every day in various different ways mm. for example mm. because i've been getting real heated about this okay mm, <laughs> y'all for example i'm about to start getting out names man. but um, I was in high school, and there was this guy who was in charge of the work program. His name is Pequin. And he had, like, told me that he didn't like me, and that's why he gave me dining hall cleanup. Talk on, dining hall cleanup. Talk on, Stop. <laughs> but that, he, really that, gave me, but... he really gave me he really gave me dining hall cleanup, and he had told me, like, I'm not one of his favorites, and so that's why he did okay, it. Okay, and, and it just, what's like, your point? For me, I've always had a problem with cleaning up after people. Like, no, I understand man. it's a job that has to be done. I'm regardless. not your slave. I'm not but your Negro. that is what I am not your Negro, okay? Literally, people would be in the dining hall, and they would... They would like throw, like they would leave their plates on the the table and stuff like that. And so you assign me, a little black girl, to go clean up after the, all these people that act like they don't have no table manners Beautiful. or no manners at all to go clean up after you them. Me all the and way it's those me those up. situations that I knew how it felt to be heated and like I didn't take that lightly. Regardless of how old I was, I did not take that lightly. I, I straight up cussed everybody out That's for a fact. it. 
But knowing that type of anger that was seething inside of me, like mm. I made sure that people that came behind me did not have to experience those things. Or if they experienced it, that they knew that I was somebody that they could come to for solace and comfort and, and encouraging words or for the turn up. Because really, if you finna cut somebody out, feel free to do it in my room. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes it's, it's the balance. It's knowing, it's knowing that somebody's there to fully support you and tell you when you're wrong, tell you when you're right, you know? And I feel like I was able to do that just from learning from the people that came before me as well as my mama and my grandmama being a mother literally just now i just got a i just got a facebook message from a person who wants to know who has seen me do great things while i was at amherst and wants to know how to replicate it at wesleyan literally just now just got it that's so beautiful that's that's beautiful um auntie Ines. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We done gave y'all a whole bunch. We gave y'all a whole bunch. We finna um, come out for a second, and we'll be back with the takeover. Hey, y'all. It's Kristen and Christine, and we're back. This week, we just wanna spend some time to talk about Hurricane Harvey and relief efforts that would definitely help people of color, communities of color in Houston. There are a list of charities and organizations that we want to highlight to make sure that we keep immigrant, black, Latinx, and other populations safe. And so, since the Red Cross has been the organization that, despite providing disaster relief and emergency assistance, um, they have consistently had a controversial track record, according to the color lines, as well as you know our just general understanding of what they have done and have not done to support communities of color and so we just want to highlight some organizations that would definitely need your support to make sure that they can provide support to people in Houston. First one is the Black Women's Defense League, a Dallas-based organization that is working with Houston activists to determine what underserved communities need. There's Raices, a Texas-based nonprofit legal advocacy group. They have been working with Texas shelters to find housing for women and children stranded by immigration and customs and Customs Enforcement, also known as ICE, after being released from detention centers. There's ICNA Relief, also known as Muslims for Humanity, which is a nonprofit that has committed aid to residents of southern Texas after the devastation of Harvey. And there's BlackAmericaWeb.com Relief Fund, which benefits individuals and families who are victims of publicly declared disasters. Tom Joyner founded it following Hurricane Katrina in 2005, and he donated $20,000 to it in the wake of Harvey. Again, we got this PSA from colorlines.com. If you have anything to give, please consider donating to these organizations. And we're back with The Takeover. All right, y'all. Yeah. What we up to next? What we up to next? Only in NYC. Listen, y'all, we gave y'all a little taste of this last week when we was talking about that nice little um, flash mob that happened oh, down true. in... Um, and by Easton Brooklyn Parkway. Museum. Yeah, at the end of Easton Parkway. Well, guess what? Labor Day come, and so you take over the whole of Eastern Parkway. Park. Yeah. All right, man. I Let's, wasn't there, though. <laughs> I, 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 I walked through. You Did me? you walk through? Okay, I that's walked nice. through at the end. Mm-hmm. I be feeling like the man mm-hmm. when I, I walked through. through. I, I feel mm-hmm. like a man when I walk through. <laughs> <laughs> Have to put a little spin yeah. on it. Yeah, see, I didn't go because everybody keeps convincing me that it's dangerous, and I just feel like I made it too far in my Listen, life. Listen, I got this new thing called the Citizen app. What's that? It tells you, like, 
when bad stuff are going on nearby you. It's oh. actually really like is it, it can, useful? It, it or could, it, like, it could low key be triggering. No, nah, I can't. I can't. You see, Look, that's another thing. There's an app. What's the app that that people use to tell to tell them when police are Waze. coming? I can't do. I cannot do it. Look. Look at it right now. Everything oh, is popping yeah, off right now. Mm, I feel, Just mm, now. Mm, that is three point two miles away. You see what I'm saying? Nah. But yeah, I, I just I just been coming like I just feel like my life I I work so hard to get to where I am. I just wanna live another day. I wanna live to see another day. I wanna live to make some coins, you know. And there has been there have been violence um at Labor Day and so my mom has been paranoid about sending me out there. And to be honest, when I went out there, because I went to go spend some time with my friend for her birthday, she had a birthday party at our place. There was helicopters flying all over Eastern Parkway. There was police like literally going up a one way street in opposite direction. So I was like, I was like, no, that's my cue to take my behind on home. But I know people that went to Juve and they went to the Labor Day Parade and they had a blast. I was sitting here living vicariously through everybody on Snapchat and and Instagram. I mean. I would say that the height, like, if it's if you if you if you've never, I think the only thing that I have left to really do is play mass as an adult on the parkway. Mm-hmm. I've done the flow, I've done work walking with a politician. I've done the caravan. I've done caravan walking in it when I'm not supposed to be in it. You know, I've done basically all of it. But I think what's so interesting, just going back to the actual segment only in New York City, is that, like. People come in full force. And yes, there's Carabana. And yes, there's Barba- the Barbados Carnival. And yes, there's John Canoe. And yes, there's all John types Canoe. of festivals that. that come together to celebrate Caribbean... Um, heritage. Heritage, Caribbean... Labor. Yeah, all of that. But, y'all, I don't think it does it to the extent that, like... It doesn't do it to the extent... That like what Eastern Parkway does because literally if it's everybody okay so Carabana tries to bring together all the different um, West like West Indian countries but I feel like New York like the melting pot just shows like and that means probably because I never been to a Carabana but I just it it just feels like home like it feels like. Nobody's fighting. It's not like, oh, who's, whose country is better than who? Nah, but you know, the craziest thing, though, is people say that people do get... I mean, people get killed anywhere. So Also, people... Okay. There's controversy everywhere. So, this is my thing. You get a whole bunch of people, it's high. I don't think... They, I don't think the... I think people use the parade as the excuse for the, for the crimes that are going on. Because I'm looking at the Citizen app right now, and things is going off, and today's the day after Labor Day. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, things go on every single day, and they're using it. Some of this stuff is not happening on the parkway. I mean, some of it did happen on the parkway, but it's not like oh, I woke up today and I said today is Labor Day, so I'm gonna go and <laughs> oh look, look who's liking stuff from us. Interesting, all of the stuff. Um, so anyways, throwing the shade <laughs> during the takeover, what would not be? It's not nothing new. Um. But yes, um, I don't know. I just feel like people are using the parkway as the excuse to put the two together, as if they're causal. Like it's a cause, it's a mm-hmm. cause and yeah, cause yeah. and effect type situation. When that's definitely not true. It's yeah. not. It, yeah, it's yeah. a correlation, a yeah. very high correlation, yeah. but it's not a one to one causation. Um, 
But yes, I think it was great. I don't think it was as big as it has been in the past. Maybe just because of me. Also, I think a lot of things just started late because they started Juve late. Juve usually starts like sundown, like. 11, 12, oh, yeah, it started midnight. At 6, started at 6 a.m. Like, sun is already up. Yeah, I heard early. there was a like, bunch of checkpoints, too. There was a bunch. I mean, to promote people's safety, if that's what you got to do, that's then whack. please do that's it. Whack. Nah, that's nah, whack. Nah, that's uh, whack, bro. The, you, the, the girl that got killed, she got killed at Juve. Yeah, rest in peace, Puzzle. So, honestly, if we got a we gotta parlance with the police around us, then... No, I mean, we're going to pull out dy- the police. It's, like, a, it's, it's, it's a weird dynamic. It's actually a weird dynamic. Yeah, because like, like, you're, you're regulating me. You're regulating my turn up. Like, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I might as anyways. well just pull you. Like, Oh, nah. But anyways. I mean, they, actually, people do it all the time. I feel like at the core of it is just, you know, where it started and what it means. And yeah. I'm going to find myself out there when I feel like I got a little bit less to lose. <laughs> Listen, when I, got, and I, when I got a whole lot more to shake, okay? Facts. <laughs> I got a lot already, but you know, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. take it to another place. I'm you done. Know, to, yeah. But yeah, it was it people the West Indian Day Parade specifically was developed and created to celebrate um Caribbean culture, arts, history and traditions through year round programs. Um that culminates with this week long display of festivities at the grand finale parade on Eastern Parkway. And so um, there's this woman named Miss Jessie Wardell. That's uh, she sounds Jamaican. <laughs> Christina, if you do not stop showing me stuff, <laughs> sorry. Right now, listen, yeah, I gotta do something while I'm doing. Like uh, I gotta pay the ADHD oh. kicking in. Yeah, bro. But yeah, Miss Jessie Wardell and some other um, West Indian people started the carnival in Harlem. Actually, in the 1930s, they staged costume parties in large enclosed places like the Savoy, Renaissance, and Audubon ballrooms, and then eventually. It made its way over to Brooklyn. Um, I can't remember what year. 1960s? Uh, but yeah. It, and then it, it became... 40s. 40s? Oh, wow. Mm, no, not 40s. No, 1960s. 1960s, a Trinidadian Rufus Goring brought it to Brooklyn. Yeah. But yeah, so... And it is clearly been a hit every every year because people come in in droves and Listen, people, I know people that re- really just be come reveling. Up, people that just come up from their country and they have the real things down there. Mm-hmm. They ready to do it up, here. up here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Yeah, and then Labor Day in general is to celebrate the workers movement, the American workers movement. Um, specifically, like now, modern times, everybody has a barbecue or everybody has, um, you know, sales and everything. But basically, it, it spawned out of a long battle for workers' rights in the country. And, you know, some people use it as a day of rest. Some people use it to revel. Some people use it to just get some time off from their job, whatever right. the case may be. So, yeah, that was, I know a lot of people spent it uh, very differently. I slept the whole day on Saturday through Monday. I'm, I said slept the whole day. I slept the whole weekend, Saturday through Monday, so... I was out there for some things, you know. It was good. For some things? Not dumb things. Okay. But, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to be messy today. All right. We'll save that <laughs> for next episode. Next segment? <laughs> oh, save it for the next episode? Episode, mm, yeah. If this person is worthy of being talked about, I guess. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of police officers and them surrounding us and doing things that they clearly feel privileged to do, the gathering is devoted to the police officer who said what? He said, let me let me get the actual him quote. Say, 
Insane. Watch. Let me get the actual the actual. Honestly, y'all y'all heard of this before, but honestly, to me, it made me it made me die laughing in a, like a very sadistic way because I'm like they know what their power is and they know that they well he didn't get away with it, but they know that they in general on very large um at very large levels they get away with murder. So he was sitting there telling his truth and. He lost nah, his man. job in the process. No, keep that to your damn self. No, he definitely needs to keep it to himself. But the thing is, like, he felt free enough to say that in public. He felt free enough to say that on camera. He felt free enough to say that in front of that lady. Washington Post, quote, we only kill black people, a cop told a woman on camera. Now he'll lose his job. Let me not even say that because I don't wish that on anybody. But oh God. the Georgia police officer who was captured on camera telling a woman during a traffic stop that Law enforcement personnel, quote, only kill black people, end quote, says he'll retire amid the backlash. So this is what I don't like. I mean, he's allowed to retire, you know, like. I've done seen a lot of people in my life, and I'm going to call it out, a lot of white people who are allowed to just be about their business and just be able to slip on out of situations. It was okay? in Georgia. I've seen other people also pull the, oh, let me retire card. Let me, let me, you know. I'll quit the job. I don't need nobody firing me because one, it's a pride thing, and two, it's a oh, um, I have the I have the honor too, and I could do whatever I want. I'm in control situation. Black people don't have that have that um, opportunity because guess what? You're killing all of us. So what I'm gonna need you to do is also there's also a whole bunch of th- things going on with patriarchy. This woman told you she felt nervous. Okay, because of your let's be specific though. Let's be specific because she was a white woman, and he's saying that to a white woman. And I felt like he felt comfortable enough to say that because it's the same thing. Um, like people that pass, or like in the history of passing, black people who can pass as white, they've said, "Oh, they hear certain things that white people are comfortable saying that they would never say." In, well, maybe not never say in front of black people, but they feel comfortable saying it in a way that clearly is like. It's supposed to make y'all draw closer as a community. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we can do this together. Do you see me killing? You see us killing white people? No, we just kill black people and get away with it. Like, yeah, I just, I'm not with the whole, but this is what they do all the time. Like, they're able to just slip out of situations, use excuses, never have to speak up for themselves, never have to, I mean, the video speaks for him, but he can't say, oh, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Like, it was you. You're about to go on retirement with, with, with and you're about to get mad money. with your with your pension, your four hundred one k, all of that stuff. You're gonna be able to go scot free. Meanwhile, you're there saying, "Oh, all we do is kill black people." Yes, you killed Philando Castile. Yes, you killed Alter Sterling. Yes, you killed X Y Z. You killed all like these Brown. people. I can keep going. I can go. You them. killed, and you're going to continue to kill. Unfortunately, all these people. And that's their truth. That's their truth. That's I don't like their truth because guess what? You know what that it. does? That takes away that's my. A, that takes our opportunity your to life. speak a Literally truth. Literally, your life. We, exactly. We can't speak a truth because mm-hmm. we don't have a life to do. That's and so this is how I'm gonna gather you, United sir, because I don't want to really give truth. you that much time. But what I'm gonna tell you is, I don't know how you can find retribution for this, but maybe you need to go to the church and you need to sit down and say, God like, can't save you. <laughs> Listen, something nah, has to say. I would just, I would just say that because it's Lil Wayne. But Red and yeah, yellow, but black and white. Something needs to say him. Like, supposedly repent, they are please. precious in his sight. Repent, so please repent. 
you need to go to the church and figure that one out. Because if you could just say that and and you speaking to a white woman yeah, and you like, you had a, like a casual traffic stop and you just sitting here talking about oh yeah we just kill black people do you see anybody we don't kill white people like to me it's like if you could say that so casually so on the fly what yeah. have you done? God forbid it was a black life. woman that said that oh I feel nervous oh you should because I kill your I kill your people that look like you I kill your Sandra Bland I kill you. I kill people that look like you. I could kill your your son, your your husband, your you, your brother, like your sister, your auntie, on, your grandmother. Literally, come police on, running up in um um in people's apartments and literally killing little girls and, like, and are grandparents. You serious, like yeah. And you, you don't even. And do the thing about it is that you don't correctly. even have to be wearing blue. He when he said cops kill black people, he really meant white people kill black people. That's really what he said. I'm putting it like that. If that, yeah, that's pretty or, much. And if you're allowed to wear that blue, that means you probably collude. You you colluding, even if you're not a person. Blue is the what they call blue. What is it? Blue, blue skin, privilege? blue lives blue, matter. Yeah, blue lives matter. That, that blue that's privilege, a, foolishness. Listen, mm-hmm. blue is not your skin color. You get caught up and, and you, take that you get caught up, <coughs> and then you, regardless of your race, though, you get caught up and you sit there and be anti-black. That's what, what that exactly. is. Exactly. And what's underneath that? That's your anti-blackness. That's your racism. That's your prejudice. Mm-hmm. And that's you taking action upon that. So another thing that I need you to gather is understand what. Why did, you, why did you become a part of the law enforcement to begin with? Maybe you need to reflect on that because I thought it was to protect and save people, not to flaw around that you have the potential to kill. That's actually their motto, though. That's not, it's like... To I, serve I, and I protect, know, like, to protect I, and serve. No, no, no. That's the, that's, that's the, the model. That's the model. But I'm saying like the, the underwritten... The un- unwritten motto right there is literally to kill people. I don't like that. It's, I, I don't want you to like it. You should not feel comfortable with that at all, but that's literally what they do. Nah, man. But yeah. Listen, man. My last thing that I'm going to tell you in this gathering is... I don't even want to... I'm not, I'm not even in the threatening mood because it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> All I'm going to say is... Karma comes as a woman. Okay? I'm Murderer. not even going to say she's a bee. Blood that by your shoulder. It, it, what go around, come today, around. You cannot kill light tomorrow. Listen, golden rule is real. What goes around the comes around for you. So yes, you can go... And guess what? You can't take it with you into your grave. That's the last thing I'm going to tell you. You can't you take can't it with you. From when it's mom, your time to go... Conscience. When it's your time to go, you can't take it with you. You can't take your retirement with you. Mm. You can't take anything with you. I mean, you could take your blue, your blue uniform with you, <laughs> but guess what? You can't take that with you wherever your ashes go. And we better pray that it's not that you don't go any under any un, any further than six feet under. That you're not going all the way down. We pray that your soul go up to heaven and that you go repent for them sins. That's all I gotta say. I have no I have no words for him honestly. Like I I will save the rest of my breath. And well, I'll go into I will, we can yeah. we can go into people that actually deserve our breath. So right. We'll we'll take a break right now, y'all. That we just got a little bit heated here, but we finna come back with the takeover. All right, y'all. So um, just to continue our PSA from earlier, we just want to give you guys a lot more resources when it comes to um, the hurricane that's going on right now, Hurricane Harvey, and actually any of those who may be getting hit by what's upcoming, Hurricane Hurricane Irma, Irma, as well as Hurricane Jose. Um, Jose? They got our next one? Yes, coming up after it, y'all. Um, is that the one? No, I actually did see it because I was seeing it was coming right after Irma. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, um, this PSA... Comes to you with a few more places that you can um, give to. Um, Living Hope Wheelchair Association. It serves populations with spinal cord injuries and other disabilities. And the bulk of their members are immigrants and low-wage workers. Um, there's also the Shape Community Center. This organization aims to improve the quality of life for people of African descent. 
um, through programs and ac- activities with emphasis on unity, self-determination, collective work, and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. So those are the tenants of Kwanzaa. South Texas Human Rights Center committed to keeping immigrant families intact and preventing migrant deaths along the Texas-Mexico border through community initiatives. Um, there are also some other organizations that will help other marginalized communities, starting with Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund, which was created by the mayor of Houston, Sylvester Turner. There's The Way Home, which works to end homelessness in Houston, the Transgender Foundation of America, Port Light, Texas Diaper Bank, the Homeless Period Project of Austin, all of which you can donate to. And as we said before, thank you to thecolorlines.com for providing this awesome compilation of ways to help people of color and minority communities in Houston. Mm. All right, y'all, we're tuning back in to the final part of the takeover for this week. We got black women can and can't, but we will up next. And specifically, this is highlighting the transgender activist and model from London, Monroe Bergdorf. And basically, L'Oreal, the what are they? Cosmetic Cosmetic company. They dropped their partnership with Monroe for speaking out against racial violence, um, specifically against people of color on social... Oh, no, no, no. Let me make sure I word that right. She spoke out against racial violence that people of color are disproportionately experiencing. And so when they saw that on social media, I forgot which social media platform it actually first came out on, but they basically dropped their partnership with her. So some of the things that she said was... Most of y'all don't even realize or refuse to acknowledge that your existence, privilege, and success as a race is built on the backs, blood, and death of people of color. Your entire existence is drenched in racism. She was addressing the fact that Western society as a whole is a system rooted in white supremacy designed to benefit, prioritize, and protect white people before any, anyone of any other race. Unknowingly, white people are socialized to be racist from birth onwards. It is not something genetic. No one is born racist. And so, I mean, those are some great sound bites. And she yeah. said what she said and she meant it. And L'Oreal just I couldn't handle it. I said what I said. It. I said <laughs> what I said. <laughs> L'Oreal clearly couldn't handle it. They couldn't, they, um, the New York Times reached out to Miss um, Bergdorf for a comment, but she didn't have nothing to say because she said what she said and she meant it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And basically, L'Oreal Paris, they couldn't handle it. Listen, this is what you're not going to do. You think you can silence us, but you can't silence something that is so adaptable and so able to find its way. Something that's so fluid and not rigid, like y'all backbones when y'all don't know how to one, two step. Um, What y'all not going to do is tell a black woman what she can and cannot say because she or will can say I, can it I anyways. It? Especially like, I feel right. like as an ambassador, as a somebody who has a partnership with your organization, you understand that this person is not isolated from the world. Right. She's a trans black woman. Yeah. Like literally her experience in life, like granted she has this great platform and she has the privilege to be there, but like her experiences in life, her the world has not been made for her to just sit down and right. be, be comfortable and be complicit in everything that's happening around her. So kudos to her for saying something because honestly, we're talking about people's lives being at risk. We talked about Philando right. Castile dying and having to have a fund in his honor. Like all those things are great after the fact, but somebody's life has been lost. Right. It's also... It's also greater than anything that L'Oreal can ever give her. So her life is more important. Her life matters. Um, she's trying to tell you that other lives matter as well, and you're not trying to hear it. 
um, the same lies that you want to potentially buy your product, mm. but you probably don't yeah. have anything in their shade. Right. So. Right. And that's the thing that they, they probably hired her because it was like, okay, look, diversity, here, some, some, some. You don't got to mix these colors. Makeup so that matches your that, skin yeah. tone. whoop de whoop here we go. Like, let me just make you my poster girl. And that's really, she's not about it because clearly she has a, there's a deeper agenda. There's people's lives at risk once yeah. again. And so, um, she urged her social media followers to boycott L'Oreal products. And we urge you to do the same. Yeah, Period. That's that. End of story. It's quiet. I don't even like they shampoo. They shampoo dusty. Honestly, I don't use any of their products. So, so um, that's good. But y'all don't use their products. Yeah, y'all. All right, y'all. We're going to come to a quick close on this episode. It's getting late out here, but we know we're trying to make sure that we have the content to produce for y'all. And of course, as we told you, we always end with the world is in need of. And I think this one has to be, we didn't get to talk about it during the episode, and I would love to have us to have an authentic conversation about it together. Mm-hmm. But um, the world is in need of, I don't know, it, has, it needs to be something that has to do with DACA. Um, mm. I think this thing is so important for us to just talk Speak about maybe, on what it and is maybe by and... the end of this spiel, we'll tell you what the world is in need of. But DACA was presented by former President Barack Obama as an opportunity to help um, undocumented families, basically families who either have a mixed um, immigrant status, whether it be the parents are undocumented but they had children in this country, or vice versa, any which way, in order to allow them to still have access to resources in this country. For example, um, work and employment, or whether it be schooling um, in the private and public sector, um, access to food stamps and WIC, um, all those things that you we see as necessities um, that we take for granted as documented citizens of this country, undocumented fam- families that have mixed status, mixed immigrant status, are allowed to take part in it. And officially today at 11 a.m., um, Jeff Sessions um, officially repealed it and ended DACA. Um, I'm, we are not sure if it is um, enacted immediately or if it's going to be a rollout, sort of like grandfather clause situation, but it is gone um, under the Trump administration. Mr. 45 has once again done something that he's going to, he's taking for granted and we'll see the, these people won't be the ones that will be able to wash your toilets and clean your your floors or actually become potential running mates to you because, you know, people, they run on either side. Um, But DACA ultimately was a way for us to ensure that these people could be safe. We're taking away safety, something that should be a natural given right to some people. We're taking it away from them in this present moment. And we're making them, we're making them feel safe in a unsafe in a place that they were calling home. Um, some of these people are refugees. Some of these people have no reason to go back to their old countries. Um, we're already seeing the the drive-bys and pickups of people who were undocumented within all types of um, families. But this is really going to be striking a lot of your Latino families. A lot of your Asian families are going to be um, struck by this. Um, working at an educational nonprofit where some of our par- children's parents, because we no longer actually accept mm-hmm. undocumented citizens, um, undocumented students. Really? As part of PrEP? No, Did we no longer do. Um, but their parents or older siblings that may pay a, play a contributing role in being the catalyst or the bridge between the parents' understanding of what is going on and the student, the young student, um, could be really adversely affected by the removal of DACA. Um, 
having taken a class at Amherst on immigration of Latinos, Latino U.S. immigration, and met people from the Freedom School, look it up. We can tweet something about the power of the Freedom School and how it's helping undocumented um, citizens, undocumented students. These people will not be able to become our future. Um, Their future is being taken away from them just because someone wanted to quote-unquote say, even though we know that it is a racist, prejudiced reasoning behind the removal of DACA, um, Jeff Sessions' reasoning is, quote, that Barack Obama created an executive order that bypassed Congress, and yet, homie, and so because of that, he doesn't, he thinks that that was out of line, and so legal, um, this is the legal, um, legal reparations for that, in a sense, to take it back, repercussions, um, but y'all was not giving him the space to even like pass laws or, or yeah, Congress was not about that life. You're sitting there literally like going back and forth or never, never having, um, by the time it reaches that point where mm-hmm. it needs to become a, a law, you're literally, you're, you're basically like the Republicans are trying to, um, is the word is not repeal. What is the word? It is repeal. It is repeal? Yeah. No, because repeal is something that has always been, already has been in place. It was in place. DACA was in place. No, no, no. But I'm talking about other things in general. Like, other other things that he has proposed, like, they're not even letting, they're not letting it, like, oh, pass. Oh, they're, like, they're vetoing his bills. They're, they're saying no. They're ixnaying everything. They're, mm. they're not about it. Um, and so, the world right now is in need of, I think it's in need of prayer. I think it's in need of guidance. I think it's in need of protest. Mm. Um, there was actually, I, I believe there was people a have protest. already being yeah they've been already mobilizing being already, yeah. already. There's a yeah. hashtag already DACA repeal hashtag yeah. DACA repeal. And so um, I feel like yes, I feel like that's the only way. It's it's literally us getting up out here and saying like we are not going to uh, tolerate this. We're and a lot of us probably won't do it because. Even when they were talking about it, like the safe sanctuaries at Amherst, and I was, sanctuaries, I, yeah. yeah, I was, I was, campuses, I man. was like, I'm gonna be real. I felt very removed from it. I was like, mm, when Black Lives Matter was going on, I was like, yup, yup, yup. I'm not saying that I didn't go outside and go listen and like go learn about it, but even if it's not affecting your immediate family, as we said before, you like, have to show up. We and are an inclusive podcast black- that loves that needs to think about people of color communities. In general, and, and and let's not act like black people are not going to be disenfranchised by this as well, right? Like let's because not act, let's not act like there's places. no intersectionality, yeah. in identities, and so it may yeah. affect somebody multi ethnic um, families. You mm-hmm. know, That's so really it may be. affect some some um, group disproportionately, but that does not mean that we are we are um, we are excused from yeah. it. I think also is the world is in need of like some lighthearted laughter. Mm-hmm. As well, like everything is feeling very heavy, and yeah, this, this, I don't want to change and just start talking about inse- insecure I'm all good. of a sudden. But I think that you have to. There's there's a time for, for, for you also to like to like to rest yourself, right? To, and a lot I feel of, like there's I, it's, I stand in a weird place because I don't know if there's ever true like complete rest. But you do have to recoup, and that's the self-care part of it. It's like you're making sure you're fighting to so everybody is 
treated as human beings above everything. But at the end of the day, it's like you want to make sure that you're taking that time to rejuvenate yourself because you give, you give, you give. There's no way that you're, and this is me being biblical, but there's no way that your cup can run it over. There's no way, if you don't have anything in the cup, then there's no way for you to continue to give. Mm -hmm. And so make sure that your cup is at least halfway full. Just, you know, just make sure that you're giving yourself that energy as well to make sure, because you cannot fight the good fight if you have no fight in you left. Yeah, I made my cup full this weekend when I watched all of Insecure in one weekend. I was not on it and I watched that thing from beginning to end and I'm not on no team because Daniel's teeth are too big for his mouth. Oh my God. Issa don't have no cooth. He's cute, oh, but his teeth is too big for God. his mouth. This girl said... Either don't got no coof. Um, Lawrence is BF <laughs> that everybody thinks he is, as Tasha Dunn told him. Mm. Um, Molly don't know head from toe, but she know everything about what's in the middle. I just love and, that. I just love everything about... I'm team insecure because I feel like... Nah, bro. I, no, I'm team insecure. Like, not insecurities. Like, uh, but the show, insecure, because you don't like it? Oh, she's ridiculous. I feel like you can literally pinpoint... Pinpoint. I know people that are like all of those people. They're pinpoint corny, those corn balls. Emoji corn no, emojis. No, you can pinpoint people. To me, it's like and and for you not to have a favorite is like that's because people come with a lot of shit. You know, like they're not the perfect person for you to be like. Oh, that's my favorite. Like she don't do nothing wrong because it's not about people doing like never doing anything wrong or never making wrong decisions. It's like here we have life. And here we have mistakes. And here we have ratchetry. And here we have, um, what did she say? Her wholeness and rotation. Her rotation. Rotation. So, you know, we got a lot of different dynamics of life. And so you pick, you pick and choose what you like. But I feel like the show is definitely important for younger people because you, you see yourself on TV. And maybe you see how crazy you look. And that's important because somebody got to check you. That's what I'm saying. I don't see myself. I, the only person <laughs> I see myself in is Kelly. Kelly. Oh, I'm team Kelly. Kelly a mess she's too, though. ratchet. Kelly a mess too, though. Are you a mess? Mm. She said she's perfect, y'all. <laughs> and with that, the world is in need of a release today. The world is in need of a lot of things, however okay. you want to do that. Um, but yes, y'all. I think that's it. I think that's a wrap. And we are tuning out, out of the takeover, takeover with Kristen and Christine. See y'all next week, y'all. Okay.